Strutting Wall Awesome Podcast Radio Hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> well, at least you got a lot of it. Uh, at least I got, how many ounces is this? It's like, you know how cheap beers, it's funny, you don't, they're, you know, like, you know how when you're a kid, a uh, cheap beer is like easier to palate and t- drink. Yeah. Now it's like opposite. It's sweet. So Lane is drinking a. Uh, not, it's not a tall can. It's an oil Foster's. can of a Foster's. It says right on the top. It's celebrated worldwide, Lane. So of course it is. Uh, it's a lager, of course. Just freaking get to celebrating, man. Yeah. Let's hate more celebrating. I'm celebrating, dude. <laughs> it's 25.4 fluid ounces. Yeah, and you're 4.4 ounces in, so. <laughs> two sips. Don't celebrate. Don't celebrate too hard don't, right in the beginning. Don't celebrate. <laughs> it's hard to drink, too. It's like the, uh, it's so the f- mouth is kind of far back. And it's so fizzy. A lot, of, a lot of hating still coming out. I know. Maybe right? you just, you're not, you're not enough sips in. I think the deal is you're supposed to, it's only good to chug. <laughs> you need to chug it. Yeah, chug it, man. And then smash it over your head like a shotgun. An Has anybody in the right? world ever shotgunned a Foster's? <laughs> you have to like, put your lips way over. <laughs> no, you just got to be manly, dude. That's true. <laughs> you need big lips, it. man. Make out with it. <laughs> you have to be like Tom Hardy. Yeah. I mean, I think I don't think you sip a Foster's. You have to like hold it. You know, chug it. Yeah, you hold you it 12, 12 inches really... above your head yeah, and just freaking yeah, yeah. pour it okay, down your going. all over your face. Yeah. <laughs> my first sip, like, half of it went on my shirt. So. There you go. That's, that's, that's a celebration we're looking that's for. That's a start. You do kind of, with this thing, you do want to, like, kick your head back and do a big old and chug. And a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to pause for a couple minutes while Lane downs his fosters. Dude, Lane, if you were a McDonald's character, you'd be grimace right now. <laughs> I'm about I'm about seven ounces in so far. <laughs> it's definitely a chugger. You're not gonna it's only uh, eighteen to go. Like, that's not a sipper. It's not, <laughs> no. a champ- that's not a champagne of beer. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty surprised that you picked that one, Lane. <laughs> you practically forced it. <laughs> I'm like, what should I drink? Hey, Fosters? Fosters? No, Fosters? Yeah. You should try the Fosters. My eyebrows were raised pretty high. I was like, there you go. Max Fosters? eyebrow. I felt like I was kind of doing, like, Brian would be proud of me for picking the Fosters. I am, dude. No, I totally was. Stuck. Look at him. Yeah. He's never been happier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's do this. Yeah, let's just get down to brass tacks. What does that even mean? I don't know. Brass. It's I, brass. I live in an age after brass. Like, we're we're post-brass tacks. Yeah. Is that like if you were getting into, like, a, maybe a mattress, and you're getting all the way deep to where the tacks are? Like, brass tacks. I don't think it's tacks. Oh, it's brass it? tacks. Yeah. Tacks. T-A-X. No, it's T-A-C-K-S. Is it? Brass tax. Don't yeah. don't act like it's a horrible thing to not know. Oh, shit, oh you're gonna look it up? I, I think it is. You've had it wrong man, your entire life. I think it's brass tax. Like uh, yeah, like the way like upholstery. Like, yeah. T A C K S. Okay. Shit, dude. Oh, oh this one. Put the pedal to the metal. I mean, that's obvious. That's when does that ever happen? 
What do you mean? What they don't sell plastic and carpet. Oh, but, but it's uh, pretty snap. plastic. Uh, snap. You know, but accelerator pedals. Still nice, Brian. I like underneath, it. but you hit know. that little tab. I like it, Brian. Yeah, don't let him get away with anything. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, going to put the plastic pedal, and then we're going to press it until it hits the little rubber bumper. Yes. Plastic to the rubber bumper. A lot buddy. of those have a switch, too, where it's like, oh, you really want to go fast. Yeah. Like, like Volvos. In, Volvos. Uh, BMWs. Oh, the yeah. kickdown? Yeah. Kickdown switch, you know? Let's hit this kickdown, buddy. The kickdown. Yeah. That's our new podcast. <laughs> Are you looking at that We're one? not just cruising. It is brass tacks, like T-A-C-K-S. Ah, what, what is the fuck that? does it mean, then? What is the, isn't that called, like, the etymology or something, when you With figure a, out the... With uh, get down to brass tacks. So maybe it is, like... I don't think if you say it more, it'll make Stripping more furniture or something? It, I think it is, actually. Something uh, like that, you know, like, getting down to the, the nitty-gritty. And what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Nitty, like grit. I know grit, grit but what then is someone throws nitty in front of it. Nitty. And it's supposed to mean, like, really getting into it. And you know, that it's, and you know that it's K-N-I-T. No way. Knitting. No. The nitty gritty. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever written it out. Ever. Never. The minute you Not write it in an email, you say, I shouldn't use that. <laughs> Yeah. This isn't professional. So there's no real... <laughs> not only real... do I not know how to spell this. <laughs> right. There's no, there's no real... I don't see any reals like straight up origin, but it's... Yeah, it's getting it, the best sex... Uh, the best... The best sex. Is getting to the essentials. Like yeah. what it's made of or the... the... So that's well, a long way to say it. We understand what it is I know, but, that, mean, but they're but... not saying like where it comes from, really. It's just, I yeah. guess... I think you're ripping apart a it's piece furniture, of furniture and, and that's there's how brass tacks in together, there. Yeah. Who's even seen a brass tack? I have. Okay. I think I have. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Brian. <laughs> Lane, oh, Lane is that a Foster's drink? I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> uh, I'm Lane. <laughs> um, Art is uh, on his way. He was coming down Highway 1 up the coast here and the road was closed out of nowhere a bunch of fire trucks and yes yeah. and we're not really sure why or something so he had to backtrack a ton and we told him ah don't worry about it but it's it's art he'll probably show up any minute he here. will find a way he'll roll roll in he's um, like hiking over the mountain <laughs> yeah, right. he's uh got a sherpa leading him the way yeah they were doing some controlled burning up there on my, on my way home today it's pretty cocky you know, yeah, dude. Considering everything that's happened recently, <laughs> no. you're like, dude, don't play with any kind of fire. Uh, yeah, and it was in a place where you're like, really? Do they? You know where it looks like Africa? That little area before Costa Noa, before the lighthouse. Oh yeah, and yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah. It looks like straight up Africa. Yeah, if you look out there. Um, the it was right city. there. They were just burning that. Hmm. Maybe got a lot of control. Uncontrolled burn. No yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole idea is to prevent fires, bigger fires. Yeah. Only you can prevent fire, 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 fire. Only us forest, fire forest fires. Good job, Lane. That about, fosters has gotten to you. How about not forest fires? Okay. Urban fires? I don't, I want to move past this, but I have some origin notes. Oh. On so the origin of the first phrase, uh, dating from the late 1800s, is disputed. Some believe it alludes to brass tacks used under fine upholstery. Others, that it is cockney rhyming slang for hard facts. Oh. Hard facts. Brass uh, tax. And still others uh, think that it alludes to tax hammered into a sales counter to indicate precise measuring points. Huh. Like, they would use yeah, that and you'd say, well, let's counter. just get down to it. What's this really going to cost me? Oh. You know? 
Let's put it on the measuring tool. I do like the first one. It was basically what we were thinking. You're getting down to the tax. But it is a little weird, right? Some believe it alludes to the brass tax tax used under fine upholstery. That doesn't really talk about, like, why you would say it. And then other people think it's a a levy upon your your fees (laughs) as a tax. Right. I thought, I thought it's it was the extra like, yeah, that you pay for like brass. Taxes <laughs> on brass. Yeah. <laughs> import export sort of yeah. sorts of business. Um, Vandalay Industries. I import, uh, you know, brass. Brass. Yeah. And tax. And I know there's gonna be a tax. Just let's get yeah. down to it. Let's Just tell me what the tax is. <laughs> Let me do my business here. <laughs> Seriously. Give me some brass to this guy. On the W-2 or whatever. You would you'd... pay to have your taxes done with brass, <laughs> hence the brass exactly. tax. Just a truckload of brass because <laughs> it's worth like nothing. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right, question time. Thursday edition, Instagram questions. You guys ready? Yeah. You look ready. Hey, um, cars and coffee this uh, Saturday. Good call. Saturday, eight a.m. Whale City Bakery, Davenport, California. The weather looks like it's going to be great. Yeah, going to be after rain and all like beautiful and amazing. Mm-hmm. There's also uh, other eating options and a rad beach across the street. Um, for like those with, right where we are, yeah, is where the beach is. So yeah. for those with uh, kids, family, it'd be a really good outing for that as well. Uh, just throwing that out there, but hopefully people can make it. Oh, Brian, are you bringing the Corvette? Uh, probably. I think you have to if you go. Yeah. I think people will want to see it. I think so, too. All right. I'd like to, yeah. Okay. It's the talk of the town right now. It, I know. <laughs> it really is the talk of the town. Uh, Stephen Powling, he says, Up here in Canada, our import year law is only 15 years compared to the American 25-year law. Is there any car, budget, not a factor... That would tempt you to move to Canada just Hell to get it no. 10 years sooner. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't even look at that stuff as it is. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. Can't. Well, if we were really into, like, R34 Skylines or something. Oh, yeah. How about a, uh, a E36 M3 Touring? Sure. <laughs> All right. That's my I wonder favorite. what it drives like. I have no oh. maybe like an E thirty six. Right. Heavy. I have no idea. Um, but you're moving to Can- I mean moving it to Canada might not be a bad thing in general. Sounds pretty nice actually. Yeah. I want to know what Steven would do because mm. it sounds like he's thought about I it. I don't like those people up there. Why? You're just gonna just You went once like twenty years ago and now you have a thing? No. Oh. Why it's not? It's not from being there. Oh. Business stuff. Oh. But they're very funny. They're quirky. <laughs> <laughs> They're odd. Yeah. Mike Myers, Jim Carrey. You know. Uh-huh. Funny. I could go on. Yeah, those are all they're all funny, but don't you feel like they would be a little <laughs> weird if you had to deal with them? <laughs> I'm like huh. whispering, like no one's gonna hear me. No. <laughs> Fuck you, Canada. <laughs> Whoa. No. <laughs> I love Canada. I'm just gonna go on record right now. Uh Forest Cool Works. Best slash worst part about the Coastal Range rally. Would you guys consider doing something north of SF in the future? I know the Bohemian Run was cool pre-1974, I believe, rally from SF to Fort Bragg and Mendocino Coast, but is now defunct. Mm-hmm. Our so buddy first, Pete put on the Bohemian Run. And he came with us on the first Coastal Range Rally yep. in his 2002 Alpina-built-looking car. Um, so the short answer is the worst part about the rally 
like the rally itself or planning the rally? I mean, I, I think for us as the planners, it's the yeah actual logistics is the worst because uh-huh. it just takes a lot of work and it's kind of fun though. It kind can of be, cool it can be fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean, as far as that's like the minor, you know. As far as the rally itself, um, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, uh, he's probably talking like for the people. Yeah, joining. I don't think we haven't really had any. I don't. There, ha- I would think it would it would probably be like a hurdle, which we haven't really encountered a crazy hurdle yet. But um, like oh, when there was that accident in the last rally, that's a big one. How about uh, rock chips mm. on people's cars? That's, yeah, you got to watch out for rock just chips. Thinking of sure. certain detract detractors. Uh, the best part is probably the people, everyone that gets together and is like-minded, having an awesome time. So easy, but so <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not joking about that. Um, no, we feel it. We feel it. You're, yeah. You know, really home is that. where the heart is. That's true. And get down to the brass tacks and that's what you're going <laughs> to yeah. find every time. Uh, then, that's true though. It's, it is just those impromptu stops where you, you stop the you know, take a picture of your car or check out the scenery, and then all of a sudden there's five cars around you, and, and you're, you're all hanging out, bullshit. and you're all hanging out, bullshitting, and talking about how much fun the last section was, or and then you're how also in a that crazy, car annoyed you or something crazy part of the world you may have never been in. Yep. And, yeah, that that part stands out for me. It's really difficult to justify under normal life conditions going way out of the way to hit up rad roads. You put a lot of people doing it all at the same time, and all of a sudden it like is its own justification. And right. you know, like we were out driving roads that I've definitely never been on in my life before, and without something like this, I just wouldn't have found the time. Yeah, or you would just feel like you're being completely unproductive because you have a place to be, or right? Something and to do, yeah. and you're like ah, I'm hours out of the way. And, and there's some people who that's like their life. Croc but, GT4, but I mean, Marty, he's, like he's, they're, they're doing nonstop. Yeah, they're like partially retired or yeah. fully retired and right. and can live the dream but um but this you you set it aside weekends like planned way in advance like this is what i'm doing it's because all these other people are doing it Let's and go. the second part of the question we have thought about doing a northern california one i have a pretty good route look up I eureka kind of that way i think we'll we'll do something like that in the future um but for this year, with Radwood and some other stuff coming down the, the pipe, it was hard to do. And it would have to be a different time of year. Yeah, that and um, the planning for that would be a little bit more involved. Like, it would take a whole weekend to pre-run it, whereas Lane and I did the last pre-run in one day, which was insane, but <laughs> we, we did it. Um, so, yeah, that's the short answer there. And uh, I don't know, is Forrest thinking of coming? You should come. Bring an air dam on a car. Tweedleboy Fabworks, is it possible to outlaw a C4 Corvette? If so, how would you do it? It's very hard. Let's think about that. It's very difficult for me to... There's plenty of people that modify Corvettes. Like, So outlaw <laughs> assumes <laughs> yeah. that there's a traditionalist, yeah. and you're going against that, right? Yeah, so the traditionalist... But there is no traditionalist with Corvettes. Everybody fucking does all it, these weird wings and all that stuff. Corvettes are a lot like uh, portions, like 911s and stuff, where it's acceptable to modify the shit out of them. BMWs as well. Yeah, look at Callaway, Lingenfelter. I mean... But the C4 started that integrated bumper. Like, you can't do much to the... You can Exterior still go to flares and yeah, I guess yeah, you can do bolt on flares and stuff and like that, like kind of racing. But then you're, because I wonder about outlaw, the flares. I was trying to think about how that would work. Outlaw clamshell hood and everything. Flares and spacers and uh, outlaw 911s basically take all those racing elements, like the louvered windows mm-hmm. and the 
I don't know, you know, all that, uh, the plastic bumpers or. Yeah. And I know, but that's the thing. I know. It has I know. Bumpers, so. Yeah. You could change those somehow. I you mean, you could do, like you said, you could do like little bolt on flares or something, but yeah, it is, is a little that really more, outlaw? it's a little more difficult, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Here's my thought. The only way to outlaw a Corvette is to lift it up and put knobby tires on it. Yeah. Okay. That would be outside it, the accepted norm. To, you totally. Know? Yeah. It's a different. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's outside the norm, right? If but, that's the definition of outlaw. But is outlaw the norm? With Porsches almost now? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You could be right about that. I would say, like, our group was created to be like, screw you, PCA. You don't like us. Now <laughs> they're, everybody's they're almost like worse than PCA. They're like, yeah. you PCA guys, you're lo- like, they're, you're not allowed in our crew. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm with you there. Um, yeah, what yeah, the clean unmodified 911 is the outlaw. Now. Exactly, yeah. Weird. Roth and Paul asks uh, thoughts on the FJ80 93 through 97 Land Cruiser or the LX450. Possibly thinking of one as a daily driver in the next year or so. Thanks for the advice. Um and I'll just read this. We usually don't accept answers to the question, but it's a good data point. Uh Overlanding Dad says he dailies a 94. You won't get anywhere quickly, but you'll get there unless you run out of gas. I average 12 miles per gallon. I love mine. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say the weak yeah. MPGs, but otherwise they're pretty awesome. Um, yeah. And like you said, not very powerful or peppy. Yeah. You know? You're just cruising around, but so, uh, they're big. So make sure you drive one and like the size. But I, I dig them. I've always liked them. And yeah, it's a cool. comfortable spot to be, right? Yeah. Nice interior. I've never really driven one, actually. I've driven a few. Um, they're, a little, they're a little rickety. I mean, they're not as nice as you may, you know, picture in your mind. You think of them as this just yeah. bulletproof kind of car, but they're still a Toyota. So there's a lot of plastic and the buttons feel like a, you know, low, lower budget Japanese car. Mm-hmm. But it's all really well placed. And I don't know. They're kind of big, too. They're big, for sure. Big and heavy. Big and so heavy. I don't know if it's something you. I don't know. That's a. But I mean, wrap let, your head around let, this: twelve miles per gallon, and that's really probably without a ton of modifications, right? And so or mobbing it hard. I, so if you're, you know, really pushing. Oh yeah, twelve miles per gallon is like with normal tires. Yeah, like not, you can get down to eight with, miles per gallon with big knobbies, five inch, yeah, thirty threes or whatever you're going to throw on it. So I think it's worth considering what you really want to do with it. And yeah. I mean, it would be very easy if you really want to use it off road and have fun. It's very easy to get to the point where you're putting 35s and lift kits and rock sliders and all this extra gear and shit. And at that point, is it something you want to daily? And if you really want to take it off road and you might be, you know, breaking stuff and, on the weekend, then yeah. is that your, you move quickly into Dude, a two car like solution. Like a race car thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Or you yeah, track car. car. Yeah. But then also what's your idea of a daily? Is it Warren's, Three block two, two commute, commute, or is it my 65-mile commute, or is it Brian's 30-mile commute? You know, it's like, yeah. so it, it all kind of depends on your own situation. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, I, over 17, uh, there is a guy or two that drive those. I mean, he's not, it doesn't seem ideal for that kind of drive. No, I mean, it's not. No, I think the next generation would be a better choice for that type of driving. Um, Art says he's just got to Boulder Creek. Um, <clears throat> Overlanding Dad goes on to say, what places have you guys been that have comparative roads to those around you? Does any place match up to the greatness of California twisty roads? What's the ideal U.S. road trip for you? Where do you go? Where do you avoid? I don't think, I mean, I don't think any of us have traveled the U.S. 
to the extent where we know that nothing else compares. But uh, yeah, Montana not. has a lot of good stuff. When I was last time I was there, yeah, and um, uh, Vermont had some cool stuff. When Brian and I went there, yeah, that we saw, and I'm sure you can search out some really cool stuff there in that area. I'm sure the Rocky Mountains have a lot. Mm-hmm. I will say on on Oregon, some cool stuff. Big road trip I did, which was through the Southwest, Utah, blew me away. There's just yeah. insane, beautiful roads, yes. good pavement. But the thing about that is, and that it also goes for Nevada and um, Idaho and other places I've been, is great roads, but a lot of sweepers, like high speed sweeper kind of roads. I I kind of more I look for that kind of tight, twisty stuff, and that's a little bit less common, at least on the roads that I was at for three weeks in Utah, Arizona. Yeah. Um, but really killer. I could see for a, maybe a higher powered car, you could have a lot of fun out there and you're also really remote. So there's that too. And higher, some of the roads are higher. Yeah. Speed you limit. have to be in a foresty area to really get those yeah. really tight twisties. California has in spades. Like, yeah. I mean, the Sierras are amazing. And for like ideal road trip, I would just do a big loop around like, coastal range maybe go over the eastern sierras back up through tahoe and kind of do a big loop of california that yeah, would be pretty ideal a lot of time up around the oregon border yeah and down like do a three-week trip and just mob around you could you could carve out some nice yeah daily itineraries oh yeah i've covered a lot of it but still more to yeah you could spend see. uh you could spend 24 hours driving just in the little area from here to my work basically like yeah. carving out yeah. those oh, yeah. areas yeah. you know that's just the santa cruz mountains yeah and yeah that's one little blip on the map and then you have all the rest of california so yeah that would uh that's where i would but probably yeah go. we definitely have it good here <laughs> yes yes um nugs 62 nugs <laughs> says i just purchased an 89 e30 radwood car and it needs tires asap or i'll never make the journey there seems to be very few options for tires in that size. I'm sure it's been covered before, but what tires are best for the OEM 14-inch bottle cap wheels? <laughs> Obviously. Do you need your tires crisp? Yeah. In 1912, they introduced the BF Goodrich <laughs> <laughs> Radial TA. Um, that's what I run. I like it for a number of reasons. They're pretty pretty affordable. They last forever. Um, they come in 14 inch. What was not... the other choice? Like Falcon and Zenith? Falcon and Zenith was the other choice. And then it gets into pretty much autocross tires, which I don't know where you are coming from or what kind of roads you're going to be on, but it gets a little sketchy in wet weather. Um, and what kind of style you're going for. Like if you have bottle caps on it, then you're probably not super modded. And I would guess that's the first thing you would change, right? Because uh, basket weaves are so inexpensive. But um, yeah, look up BF Goodrich Radial TAs. White letters out is optional. But then get the fucking Zenith. Get the fucking Zenith, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Radwood? All right. Well, you guys sure. I I will agree with you. The BFG is the Radwood choice. He said Radwood E30. It didn't even... Well, the car well, is... bought it for Radwood, but yeah. if he wants like... Yeah, pure driving enjoyment. The Falcons are obviously. It's where it's, it's probably going to look a little funny with the Falcons with no without being lowered, because it's not as tall. Yeah, it's maybe. not going to fill out the wheel wells, but it's going to be a the a great tire for that car. Yeah. To be honest, the Falcons were cheaper, so oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, Tom's underscore Ellick Brian, any thoughts of using the C4 as a parts donor for the '56 Chevy engine, trans suspension, and brakes? Uh, short answer is yes. Moving on. 
Whoa. That's kind of a good idea, but the tr- would you really want to use that trans? I don't think so. How do you use that in the transaxle, right? No, it's, it's not, not a transaxle. It's not. But why would you want to use that weird uh, Nash Four plus three or whatever, or whatever, yeah. I mean, it's... Just throw it in. You can always change it later. Yeah, it's wouldn't it wouldn't be the end all be all. Well, it seems like you could be source a you know some kind of GM. Five yeah, but for six for speed. just getting it running, yeah. uh, you know. But yeah, Axel Jor asks, "Do you guys have any borrowing parents' cars without permission stories?" He says he has a few, but the best was a friend's dad had a new 1990 uh, 300Z twin turbo, and we killed the clutch when he was out of town. Uh, doing uh, stupid shit. We had it yikes. towed back and put in the garage like we found it. His dad never suspected and blamed it on being a demo car. Whoa. Whose clutch fails sitting still <laughs> oh overnight. My God. He then bought a new Supra. Asked me about that one sometime. Oh, shit. That's awesome. That is so I, rad. I don't have any really good stories. I remember, like, I remember taking my mom's car and doing the roll down the driveway thing. Oh, yeah. Like, put it in neutral. It up. She had a Volvo 850R. Um, so and I would, I would black on black with the suede sedan, sedan, I'd roll that thing down and then take it. But there was never any like mishaps or anything. Yeah. But we did have a friend in high school. He was like a year below us. I think he, uh, his best friend, friend's dad hasn't had a nine, six, four Porsche. And this kid took the friend's dad's car out. They were, like, partying there the weekend. You know, it was, like, oh, free house. The parents were out of town. He took the car out, totaled it. <gasps> we saw him at DJ's Mini Mart, which is a, the place we used to go. Yeah. It was, like, the pl- car We didn't have cell spot. phones and stuff, so that was a meet-up <laughs> spot. You <clears> might, go you there might in your car. You'd, you know. a, you'd drink a generic Slurpee, hang out. You'd see someone you knew, and you'd go find a party or something like that. And I remember we rolled up there and we saw this kid there. I think it was, it was, his name was Garrett. And we saw Garrett and he's like, he has this look on his face, like deer in headlights. Like, like, we're like, Oh, what's up, dude? Uh, dude, I want to fucking kill myself. You know, like he's going, he's going like full. Yeah. And he says, I just crashed, uh, you know, I just totaled so and so's dad's Porsche. <laughs> it was like a three-year-old you know i mean this is in 97 or something like that so whatever year nice i mean it was a five-year-old car but whatever it was yeah. a really nice yeah. Porsche 911 and dude, he, bottom and he of the barrel right it. there like he's just yeah, yeah. feeling so bad like, what do i do and what's he doing at dj's it's kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> i guess where else do you go but yeah yeah dude that's not really i think he I want to say he like got dropped off there, or walked there, or didn't want to like face up to his friend or. Gosh, bad news. How about you I guys? Don't, I don't really have any. I mean, I just have the. Uh, my friend Jason was the first one to uh, to drive. He didn't have a license, kind of like your style. I think he was like fifteen, and we were thirteen or something, and he stole his grandma's minivan at night. <laughs> we would go rolling around. It nice. was a maroon on maroon Chrysler minivan. Grandma probably can't hear you leave. No, exactly. It was basically like, she goes to she sleep no, at seven. yeah, she had no clue. Everything was fine. My friend Jason looked older and we just, yeah. I mean, how stealthy is that thing? A maroon yeah. minivan? Like, as <laughs> yeah. long as you're not trying yeah. to get pulled over, you're fine. So, um, my grandma was storing a 84 Mustang convertible for a friend. It literally had like 20,000 miles. It was pristine. 
Five don't, liter, I think. Don't let Brian anywhere near this car. I knew where the keys were. <laughs> God. <laughs> so we, uh, I. Oh, that I was an Aptos, was with right? someone, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, jump in that car, sneak it out, drive it around. Um, I, th- I think I even went to a, thinking that it was like a very classy, nice car. I went to a, a dealership to like test drive another car, oh, wow. like thinking that if they saw me roll up in this, you know, they'd give me the keys to something in else. Eighty four Mustang, <laughs> <laughs> in like nineteen ninety six. Yeah, this is not that long. Yeah, I mean, it's like. <laughs> Kind of an old car, but it was, it definitely stands, it's super Radwood. It was perfectly stock, like a light uh, metallic blue, and then the gauge cluster, it was, they were round gauges, but then it had like the, uh, you know, there's a normal uh, surround, but it was all uh, like a grid. Uh-huh. Super 80s, you know, like oh, a green with all grid the dummy on it. Lights and stuff, no, it wasn't what? dummy lights. It was just uh-huh. like a digital looking oh, okay. surround that was huh. like, you know, of the period. Yeah. Like, you know, the backgrounds that you'd get in your high school pictures yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like that sort of style on there. I kind of remember that. Our friend Pablo had an 83 in high school. Mm-hmm. We were doing donuts and that in the parking lot. Yeah, good one. D Monkey asks, what one modern feature would you add to your car, assuming there were zero penalties or cost? For example, Lane adds a heated steering wheel to his 944. I know what mine is for sure. What? Air-conditioned seats. Oh, that was a good If one. I could just click, you know, snap my fingers yeah, and yeah. have that appear in my Recaros, I'd uh-huh. be so pumped. That'd be pretty sweet. I mean, I'd you like... You kind of wouldn't need air conditioning. I know, right? It, it, it would be pretty Around nice. here, it would yeah. alleviate yeah. the need for air conditioning. How about you guys? That's a pretty good one. Um, I don't know. Self-parking, huh, Lane? Huh? huh? No. I, would, I would probably do the keyless entry and start thing. Yeah, really? In it's kind of nice. Though. You're talking about for your Buick? I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> just, I don't know which car I'm talking about. I don't think I would add it. I don't think. Yeah, I guess not. I don't know. I'm just I don't think I'm there's searching really a here. feature I would have. That's why we have these analog cars. But cup holders? What about cup holders, Lane? Dude, I took out the fucking side pockets and shit. Like, I don't need cup holders. <laughs> Do you miss I, the opportunity? Yeah, I kind of miss a cup holder. <laughs> yeah. That's it, huh? Sure, a couple there. I don't, I, yeah, I don't really have a real answer. What do you have in your GTI that you're like, man, I really like this feature? That's the thing. I'm I, okay. Actually, the one thing would be like a Bluetooth stereo mm. with connectivity and all that stuff. Yeah, with like the good connectivity. Yeah, you can get the aftermarket. But stuff, I would but it also want it. I wouldn't want a huge screen and stuff like that. But just having that kind of stuff is really nice. Like not having to have this, you know, five cables and. Plug in my iPhone and all yeah. that stuff, yeah. Okay. I think that's pretty good. Okay. I think that covers it. Throttle by cable. If you were building a car for SEMA, what would you not do to it? It says I asked because this is the opposite of SEMA builds. That's like the longest list on earth, right? <laughs> <I know. laughs> what would you not do to it? I wouldn't put a fucking ton of stickers on it. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Right yep. We talked about that on the last God, show, but it, it ruins yeah, the, the so many cars. Of cars. We would not put 20-inch wheels on it. That's true. Or um, 24s. I would also uh, not have a big panel of what the car has on it, like underneath the tire right next to the car, so you can't take photos of it. Don't you hate that? The God. sandwich board next sandwich to the board, car? like right in front of the car, <sighs> so then when you're trying to take a photo or even just look at it. It ruins it. It, it goes. It. It's the same with having a hood up at a car show. Right. It, it just... Yeah, it totally like that, ruins that picture, car yeah. for me. It's like that good guy's uh, booth had that Fox body, and I tried to get good pictures of it, 
first of all, there's people everywhere. So you're waiting for a while to get like a little window, mm-hmm. but then the hood's up and there's those little fucking sandwich boards around it. Yeah. And if it had the hood down and not, not the sandwich boards, uh, you can still take an, an artsy, cool photo yeah. with people walk, yeah. you know, stuff like that. It still looks cool, but right. having that sandwich board just takes, I know ruins it, but that's, I guess that's not really answering. But the question, what else but would I not do for, we summer? wouldn't lower it like crazy. It's yeah, true. Um, we wouldn't put a huge stereo system in it. Yeah. Um, how much are we talking for a SEMA booth? They're pretty cheap. How much? Like a with that you could have a car in? Yeah. Like maybe one car. Like three grand. 2800 something like that. It'd be pretty fun to just set up one car and a couch. Yeah. And just, and just hang out? No advertising. Dude. Just hang out. How, so, about a, how about a podcast stage? No, just, I mean, Actually, a couch. How cool would that be? Just a couch and we can podcast on the couch and look at our, and one have car. our feet on E30. Um, yeah. Shark, Sharkworks a few years ago at one of the big events at Laguna Seca, they got a, they got one of the tents down in the vendor area and it was strictly an area to park like two of their cars and they just had a, a sign out front. The whole time they were never there. Oh, I remember that. And you it posted just said, pictures. It just like, said gone fishing. Yeah. So it's basically like a way that they here. can get like yeah. free parking. Yeah. And a place like for them to hang out at, like a home base. Yeah. It's a pretty good pretty idea. Cool. Not bad. Um, oh, and how, how rad was it having a home base at SEMA? Yeah. That was pretty, pretty good. Thanks, so Magnaflow. Thanks, thanks to Magnaflow. Big time. Um, all right. Matthew Merritt. We know about the buy high, sell low methodology, but have you all ever made money? Have you all ever made money selling a car? Uh, yeah, I've made money selling a car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For the most part, I make money selling cars, but well, if they're, yeah, I mean, I've bought a lot of transportation devices yeah, where that you, you just know you're going to lose rate. money. Yeah, yeah, but um. The flipping cars, though, that you're yeah, trying to buy. Yeah, I flipped and... a, a, quite a few cars and made yeah. money on them. And same, same art, art is, uh, art's like last three cars. I think he's almost, he's on the profit he's made off those three cars. He's paid for two of his cars he has now, essentially. Right. Yeah. I think he, and he, I would say it if he was here too, but I think he forgets some of the cost he puts into them. He probably does. You know what I mean? Where it's forgetting it's like, oh, you know, wheels and tires and suspension and exhaust and stuff. And it's like, I know he has a spreadsheet. I'm sure somewhere. Although he never registered his 993. So that was a plus. Cut that out. Um, but yeah, I think Brian also has made money selling cars maybe once. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good, maybe. Oh, no. I mean, do you have one in mind? I can't, I can't think of any. <laughs> I think we've kind of oh, okay. gone over this before. Yeah, Brian said have. he's never made money. money I figured there had to be one that just accidentally happened. Well, you're probably given a car and you oh, sold it for money. Our Camry race car. I think we made a couple hundred bucks. I doubt that. I think we did. I think we bought it for 300 and sold for 500. Well, I'll give you credit for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely all me anyway. Um, so... <laughs> yeah, there's no methodology to that. I think I technically made money on the Mercedes project. Oh. Yeah? Basically by parting it out, but that was only by glorious windfall of that auction. And by this podcast. Yeah. But you people. still you still accomplished the goal of making money. 
Yeah, like I came so out. So regardless. Or at least broke even. Okay. I forget. It's hard to, you know, those costs creep up. Like, oh, how about the uh, uh, TDI? Oh, cha-ching! There you go. <laughs> Made money on that one. There you go. Thanks, VW. KM Grace asks a really good question. Buick Riata or Cadillac Alante, which is more Radwood, and would either qualify as royalty? I Ooh. think the Re- Riata is more rat- Ria- no, Ria- Radwood, but I like the Alante more. I don't know. I think the Elante is pretty fucking Radwood. It's square. Yeah, it's it's Pinafrini style. Design. It's yeah. uh it's a Cadillac. Um they're but both they're... they're both super Radwood. A Riata's even more rare, but shittier. And neither qualify as royalty. I kinda dig the Elantes. Do you? Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's I, a clean design cool and the I think they qualify. Pretty... Sure. I think it would have to have I think it'd have to have like uh, the Neiman Marcus edition or something. Okay. Something would have to differentiate it from just a They're pretty interesting the designs. They are. They're I think they're a nice looking vehicle. Yeah. I do too. I've, How about uh, a, a super cherry Dodge Aries? Is that gonna make uh Radwood royalty? Ari- a K car? Is yeah. that a K most... car? No. Well, I'm just saying it's like you know, a very oh, classic a, 80s okay, if it was like, econo box. If it was in great like a stock dealer condition. modified car where it had crazy stripes on it and after and wheels and stuff, or it was all stripes Callaway, like automatically jump Callaway kit with exactly, yeah. but yeah, not Cal- a stock one. I I I don't think so. I would Are say a stock any, one. Would did be they fine. ever come in another color than like beige, yellow? <laughs> I was gonna say beige, maybe a white. Yeah. Is that what um? Was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Is that what? Oh, drove? student driver. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. No, I think I drove one. I drove that in that, my uh, in driver's student, ed. Yeah, driver's ed. Yeah, yeah. or uh, driver's training. A T sys three fifty. Can we collectively take up a monthly donation for Brian <laughs> to buy a car a month? <laughs> the man has literally the best car purchasing tales <laughs> from Megabus to returning a recently purchased car. No one will top him but him. Oh, it's God, a, Brian. That's a true story. It is. I, it think, is. I think the answer is yes. Um, we can take up I a monthly like, donation. I kind of like the idea. I mean, But it's like giving money to a corrupt uh, foundation. You know, no, money, it's like giving money to a drug addict. Terribly. <laughs> Yeah, which no one should do. <laughs> I mean, that's the question at hand. It's so it's, podcast gold, though. It's the same thing as giving money to a panhandler that you know is going to go buy beer or heroin, right? You're just I, you know, it's it. not because you're not you're getting gonna... stories out of it. At least I'm providing that's value. True. Yeah, there's value in this. A lot of value. Oh, my God. I really the, still the can't he, believe. I you... love it. Someone wrote on some like a picture I posted or something. They're like, who returns a Craig goes to return a Craigslist car? Like, <laughs> Who doesn't that. stop the Uber driver from just just get their number? Their a regular of, person. A lot of open questions. And you had an hour to think about it on the way to Pahrump. No, okay. I didn't. Oh, you were in the Uber for how long? I mean, I I an had hour. more than an hour. If you're calculating <laughs> all the time between when I looked at the ad and no, I did went. not, Warren. I had an hour and ten minutes. You <laughs> no, I I think you don't get it. No, no, I only had time to think about it after I saw it. I know, but right? I'm saying That's as you're thing. driving out there, you're thinking yeah. maybe I should just. I'm talking to this driver. Yeah, we we can get into it on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will. But we will. I mean, I just it's still the short so answer is the decision had been made basically. But I do like. Uh, I think. It's Brad or something. That guy Tiss or something. Uh, Brad DeSantos, I think. But I like his. Um, I like that idea a lot. Yeah. Uh, so like a crowd, crowd funded 
Brown. Yeah, we can do a Patreon just for Brian. It wouldn't cars. be very much money. No, it wouldn't, it would it wouldn't have to it be. Wouldn't be. Yeah. yeah. If everyone listening donated fifty cents, <laughs> can we, we please can... do one of those commercials? <laughs> what would you be? What we would could you... film it. In he Brown. would have. If, oh. He would have way too much money then. Yeah. That's true, but you would uh, you could be like in your forest next to your cars, <laughs> yeah, like looking down at the bathtub in the woods. Like I only have this bathtub. Help me, you know what we should do? We should have a contest where everyone draws what they think the forest looks like. Whoever's closest wins. <laughs> yeah. Wins a trip to the forest. Um, I'll set him up in the camper in the forest. Oh, there you go. God, I forgot you had the camper. It's amazing. How many motorcycles do you have? Two. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Angry Bird GTI says, what's more street style trademark? First, <laughs> Love the trademark. First gen F-150 Lightning or GMC Cyclone? By the way, this is an amazing question. Oh, that's hard. It says, keep up the amazing stories. Can't wait to check out Radwood 2 in December. Lightning. Oh, yeah. No question. Oh, I was going to say. Radwood? I, I was going to say. Cyclone. No, he was saying more street style. Oh, more, more street Radwood. style. Street style, I, was... I feel, is like a full-size pickup. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but the Radwood Cyclone, is Cyclone. But Cyclones were only black, right? And black yeah. is that screams street style. Though. That's mini trucking. But you can get a lightning in black. Oh, that's true. Oh, absolutely. Black, black with red, a blue. It's black with a blue lightning logo on the side. First gen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Square body. Kinda. Yeah. It says lightning on the side in blue, like freaking pen lettering <laughs> yeah. style. Yeah, okay. that's pretty rad. Yeah, but... first gen F one fifty lightning. I've looked at those. They're, I take a lightning. They're really dude. cool. Yeah, they're or pretty four, expensive. Or an SS Silverado four fifty four. Oh yeah, that's yeah. same idea, dude. I had searches going for those. I they looked are, at one of them in Vegas actually. I think I'd rather have the lightning. The, the they SS have cool. Is a little bit. It's a little white trash. Oh, they're. They're pretty. They they're more legit. I would I think say they're, they're more faster. And they're more street style than the lightning. They, they I think I would I would agree. Yeah. Okay. The right. light lightning. By the way, you're talking like six seven grand for a decent one. Is that it? Yeah. It's not bad. It's not too bad. Yeah. Really nice ones are like ten fifteen. Huh. Yeah. Like for perfect ones. And they have. Uh, special seats like that are semi buckets, and they say lightning on the and headrest. It's a single cab, short bed. Yeah, that's what that street style. All like body color bumpers yep. and did they grill. only come in red and black? Uh, they had no, white ones. White ones, yeah. They had white. So yeah. those three colors, right? Uh, Maybe silver, probably. I don't remember. I think silver. they're just solid colors. Yeah, like yeah, they're I good. I don't think silver. Special wheels. I was thinking of them as exhaust. Yeah, the wheels are cool. Wheels and exhaust. Oh yeah, yeah. they did have cool like five spoke wheels or something. Yep. Yeah, like kind of like. I'm gonna swoosh, swoosh fives, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna skip ahead, so uh, I'll answer ask those other questions when Art gets here. Hey but, guys, uh, I only have like three ounces left of this Foster. Dude, look See, at you! I feel like he's celebrating I'm too. in for beer, right there. Is that Art? Hey, yeah. Mister Cervantes, did you run the final lap here? Yeah, dude, he hiked in over the mountains. That was like a, the woods. That was like a Kramer entrance. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the freaking footsteps how, on the gravel. Look at how defeated this guy hey, looks. <laughs> That's true. That's are we, true. Are we, off? Um, on, we are on. We We're are up. only like uh, I don't know halfway through questions, and I was actually oh. just saying I'm going to skip We're about these. three quarters through. I'm going to skip these questions until Art gets here, but now I don't have to skip them. Excellent. Right into them. <laughs> Jump. How uh, how was the drive? What what did you drive down here? Uh, I drove the M Coupe. Okay. Which was the right car. Yeah. Because if I brought the uh, I Hundo, I, w- I don't think I would have made it today. I would have made it today. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Lane's <laughs> just spilling on himself. Just Brian, did you take the Corvette? 
Here? Yeah. No. Oh. I drove it to work, though. Sweet. I was going to say, you guys could have a race after. Oh, yeah. Everyone wants to see a drag race. Oh, wait. Is this, know, a, is yeah. this a thing? Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Who, yeah. Uh, well, who, what camp are you in, Lane? Oh, I think the M Coupe will destroy them. I mean, it's like a little more horsepower and lighter weight. So, and it, ha- it has a normal transmission. Right. It'll probably put the power down a bit better. Yeah. I yeah. would say that Art would blow my doors off. <laughs> there you go. I think, like, spec-wise, though, they were pretty similar, right? Like, acceleration-wise? Like, numbers like I haven't looked at I think numbers. the Corvette's, like, six, I'm like 30, six one or something. Oh, 3,300 pounds and 230. 230 HP. But you have 300 foot-pounds of torque, right? Yes. I have, like, yeah. 230-something. Mm. Um, my and gearing's what size good. tires are you in the back? 245s. 255. Damn, son. put it down. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> putting the wood down. Mine's like brand new tires. Period. Brand new used tires. <laughs> In yeah. period, it was like five and a half seconds to 60, something like that. Here's the other thing, too, is how many miles are on your car? 87. I got 100,000. But mine is but much you have older. Pampered miles. Yeah. <laughs> Yours is yeah, exactly. Mine's been beat to <laughs> shit. It's been abused its whole life. Say, Rattle can't. <laughs> Brian's are like the hardest miles. <laughs> yeah. Probably just. Towed a trailer. Of it's goats. like the most beautiful <laughs> used-up hooker. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's gorgeous. gorgeous. Um, I have a BRZO search for uh, Seaport Corvettes. Oh, now, you do. nice. For what? As of surprise car. As of SEMA, or yeah, was it before? Yeah, as of that, yeah. Just to show me actually, all the ones that I could. No, they're bought. kind of expensive, dude. Yeah, it's. I actually like, did, It's like six too. grand for a decent one. Yeah, but even six grand, you're like, that thing's not that nice. Like, the bumper's all fucking warped and stuff. The only cars that I saw under two grand were, like, basket cases that were Didn't sitting run. in the field. They were four uh, yeah. parts only. Yeah, there were some like cheap ones in the 30-ish These range, but they were the 84s, People, which are not the tune-point injection cars, Yeah, which are not the desirable ones, right? There's yeah. two or three out there that are probably better deals than what I got In right California? Now. Uh, mix. Huh. I only look in California. Anyways, we'll talk about that on a later at a later date. NASA Specky Thirty asks, "What's the most money or profit you've made on a car that you bought and sold?" Art says he makes money on each car, each individual. Well, we just car. talked. We just answered this question a little bit, but he's asking, he's asking specifically, specifically about the money. How much profit? A gentleman never tells. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, I, don't know. I think like I mean, without going like into numbers, I think the most profitable purchase I ever made was uh, my 2001 Prelude. It wasn't a, lo- a big money, a big money item. Oh, yeah. Percentage wise, but yeah, I paid three thousand bucks because the guy thought that it needed a new valve train. It was like a, one owner, perfect car. It looked like fresh off the lot, um, highway miles, and I bought this car. It was 2001. I bought it like in 2000. Eight, I can't remember. It's nine, and um, I paid three grand for it because the he took it to the dealership because it kept getting a check engine light, and they said that uh, there was a valve problem, and they were going to redo the entire valve train, which was going to you know basically made it prohibitive. He went and bought a new car. Um, I knew that those cars have an issue where the EG, EGR ports get plugged up, huh. and so you basically just clear those ports out, and the you know the check engine light goes away, and you're good. And the car ran fine. I could tell right away, right? So right. I did that, sold it for seventy five hundred bucks. Nice. Oh, wow. So and good. that was I mean after driving it for like six months. And how much usual. you buy it for? Three grand. Nice. Uh, That's the, the trick right there is you know the specific fail points you on know certain the cars, cars, yeah, and you just wait and you look for exactly that issue and yep. then you just buy it up. My yeah. uh, when I was uh, in college, my dad bought a Scirocco. They thought the the time well broke, but it's a non interference motor. 
So it was like an hour long to put a timing belt on. We bought the car for like 500, sold it for like 3,500 the next week. Nice. And then that BMW E30 that I had that yeah. you almost bought, yeah, that yeah. you passed on. Oh, um, yeah. That was 1,400. I sold the seats for 800, but new seats for 250, sold the car for 3,500. Yep. That's pretty that good. That was pretty solid i mean yeah. as far as percentage wise that's like yeah crazy right, right? Yeah. yeah yeah i got uh, a 1980 uh 280 ce euro for 250 bucks 300 bucks um friend's sister was moving she needed to sell it like basically didn't have any time to do anything with it so we tom and i bought it and then we sold it for three grand i think all we had to do is wow. get the smog and um clean we detailed it you know but um it was a maroon on cream mm. coupe automatic that's but cool. euro it was cool it was a car. diesel no oh, 280 okay. oh, yeah cool. that good motor um it was a cool car yeah but i it also had never that, ran um, great i had that 71 240z that i drove for three months like commuting from santa cruz to san luis obispo yeah and I bought it for two hundred and fifty bucks. Sold it for fifteen hundred. Hey, nice. there you go. Uh, but I ended up that was a stolen that check. Was a and I didn't shit. get any yeah. money. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah. The, the, did you not have to put any money into it? Nothing, dude. I just Why, drove how did thing. you get that thing for two hundred bucks? It was it, like cherry and exterior, the, and it had a stereo, and that was the biggest thing. I was like, oh, it has a two hundred dollars stereo. Sick. Hmm. Nice. Uh, yeah. It was that was that's a car that today. It had zero rust, original paint. It straight didn't have body. carpet. Had a perfectly straight body. Brand new front and rear bumpers, a little tight ones, like killer, perfect chrome bumpers. Like just a paint job and carpet, and nothing. You know, I mean, just the way it was, it would be a fifteen thousand dollars car, probably. So. Right. That's so crazy. I yeah. like how all of our conquests are like under five grand. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah. where the big money is. Though, I think. The percentage, especially yeah, percentage, volume, right? yeah. It's big, but it's it's just also and maybe at that time it felt like such an accomplishment because you're starting so low and we're yeah. also, we're also yeah. younger. So it's no doubt. Yeah, there's a, there were some bigger ones in there, but um, one that was sort of recent that um, um, it was kind of a weird one because it was actually trade the, the E36 M3, my Dakar yellow sedan. Oh yeah. I paid eight grand for it or something like that. It didn't really throw any, I mean, I, maybe I spent 500, 800 bucks into it. Mm -hmm. I didn't even replace the tires. Remember that whole dilemma? Uh -huh. um, and I traded it for the E34 M5, which I maybe put about two grand into in terms of maintenance. And I sold it for Sixteen five. That's really good. Um, yeah. That I forgot about that one. one. So you made fifty percent on your on your. Yeah, and I wouldn't say selling the E thirty six today wouldn't bring that great of a no, profit, no. right? No, I mean yeah, I don't think they're so. at all I'm done all that. Yeah, maybe like yeah, low low teens if anything. If I got lucky, pretty like eleven. Another, find another art out there. Um, Classic Cars of DC asks: Is it completely insane to think that a five hundred slash five sixty SEC is reliable enough to daily year round? Oh, yeah, so. I, I think mean, so. What's what's your commute? What's your driving? He's, uh, he's in DC, DC, right? I, I know, I, but how how yeah. far is he driving? And no, I don't think that's out of out of uh, yeah. it is line my daily at all. driver currently, right? Yeah, my friend Tom, our friend, uh, drove it for years in uh, college. Drove it back and forth across California multiple times. He did have like a really good mechanic, basically, you know, on call. That and if, it was a younger car. It was an 85. Right. I mean, I'm saying at the this time. Was oh, at the college, time. So, yeah. It was but only it was a 15-year-old car. It was already high mileage, like pretty well used. It had gone through yeah. like, you know, mom had it, older yeah. brother, that kind of thing. But it's a bulletproof 
badass car. So yeah. I mean, I think yeah. if you buy one, put three grand into it. Or make oh, sure that it already has solid. That. Yeah, yeah or like timing. What is it? Timing chain, coolant system, and that's pretty much it, right? The transmission. Those cars go out. are pretty robust. It's yeah, very. It's, it's all just, the little stuff. It's just in, It's a little shit. It's just the train, train and, yeah. yeah, and all the like interior stuff starts to kind of fade at Back this age. System. Yeah. yeah, but um, it can definitely be done. So I wouldn't hesitate. Uh, Jeff Wise asked a little bit more details on cars and coffee. Um, I responded. But, yeah, you responded. And, uh, basically he was saying that he's dying to go on a drive this weekend. So if anyone else is interested, holler at Jeff and, yeah. uh, hopefully we'll see him at cars and coffee. Cool. Uh, we talked about it earlier too, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah. We shared some ideas. <laughs> okay. Road wise. We'll talk later. Oh, cool. Um, let's see. Uh, Chris 16 V Rocco. Is it crazy to fly up from the East Coast for Radwood and nope. rent a sick 80s car from Turo to drive? Asking for a friend. Yeah, that's it. Asking it's for fantastic a friend. Fantastic. You idea. should do it. We already have a few people doing that exact same thing. So yeah. That's yeah. so cool. There's a couple of guys coming from Boston. Really? And then, Has anyone uh, looked at the Turo scene in L.A.? Yeah. Y- yeah. We What's, were looking at it just the other day. What, what Radwood stuff is out there? You go. Oh. There's a Vanagon oh. Synchro. Oh, nice. Psychopath to rent that out. Right? Oh, my. <laughs> nice. All the owner, you mean? Yeah. Yep. Just unbelievable. I cannot even imagine. There's a 944. A stranger, that car. 944, huh? There's How a, much does that go for? I forget. 40 bucks a day or something? Something like that. Or maybe it was like, maybe it was a little more. Damn, last time I checked, there was also a, one of the one of the 80s uh, Trans Am GTAs. That's a, oh yeah yeah I've or been, is it early nineties I can't remember I've been really into the late eighties early nineties Camaro convertible like an IROC Z convertible Hell yeah that is so mm. radwood there's louvers on the hood Hell yeah. turquoise Graphics. or something I like the white or there's like a two tone white and gray yeah fucking rad I'm, I'm all sure in for the T top version or whatever the uh, target top yeah I like the I like that way better than I'm down for like the pale yellow. Yeah, that right. that's super rare. But um I don't I know they're terrible cars in general, like rattles and the interiors. But all you're just plastic-y. cruising, burning yeah. rubber, who cares? You're I rolling mean, into Radwood with tunes blasting. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Hell yeah. I, I would totally uh, teal C4 with a white Corvette. interior. That's what I would rock. Yeah. I rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I rock. <laughs> I would rock that. I'd rock it. Um well, that's all for questions. You guys have anything else you want to add? Um Cars and coffee Saturday. <laughs> you guys are <already> gonna <laughs> Yes, cars and coffee. Should be nice. And so closing thoughts on the Foster's beer that you just it's, drank. It's done though. How'd yeah. you you know got How you better feel? as the night went on. Yeah. Like as I feel like there was definitely more hating in the beginning of the it podcast. It was hard to drink. More at celebrating first. at the end. Then I just, you know, got used to the shitty. Got worn and, down. And, uh, yeah, I got worn yeah. down. Yeah. Just like a classic <laughs> case of like the more drunk you get, the less you care. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah. the thing is Foster's is not a really popular beer in Australia, from my experience. I, I know. I'm not yeah. It's basically you do? Budweiser, right? Yeah. But Budweiser is really popular in the States, so. I guess it depends Some where you circles. are, yeah. yeah. Not around these parts. It's too many artisanal beers. Artisanal. Artisanal. Yeah. Just because your name's Art? Yes. Yeah, throw it in there. <laughs> what if your last name was Isanol? Whoa! That would be awesome. <laughs> Mr. Isnall, your room's ready. <laughs> Mr. Isnall. <laughs> Mr. Isnall, your table's ready. Mr. Uh, Isnall. Art, sorry, please. Lost call, your me, luggage. call me Art. <laughs> I'm sorry, you lost your luggage. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys. Bye. Bye. Later.
Genesis 350. Can we collectively take up a monthly donation for Brian <laughs> to buy a car a month? <laughs> the man has literally the best car purchasing tales. <laughs> From Megabus to returning a recently purchased car, no one will top him but him.